0: Clinical Issues by Mary Alice Anderson. Cell phones in the OR. Question What are the recommended practices for bringing cell phones into the OR? Answer The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services acknowledges that healthcare providers may require personal electronic devices to provide care. Therefore, personnel may bring devices that are equipped to secure patients' protected health information into the OR. However, the AORN, Guideline for a Safe Environment of Care, recommends that personal electronic devices should be limited to use directly required for job performance. Healthcare organizations should have policies and procedures in place that specify when a cell phone may be brought into the OR. Perioperative personnel also should consider interventions to mitigate the known risks associated with bringing personal electronic devices into the OR. The risks involved with bringing a personal electronic device into the OR include infection, noise pollution, distraction, and increased potential for violations of patient privacy related to protected health information. Interventions that may reduce the risk of a surgical site infection, SSI, originating from contaminated personal electronic devices include cleaning the device regularly, handling the device sparingly, and performing hand hygiene after each use. Personal electronic devices should be cleaned before and after use in the OR, according to the manufacturer's instructions for use. These may limit cleaning methods to only using a lens cloth because cleaning products can diminish the fingerprint-resistant oleophobic coating on the device. Several studies have attempted to quantify contamination of personal electronic devices. However, generalizability is difficult with different participant samples, study designs, and interventions. A systematic review of 72 studies concluded that hand hygiene remains the first line of defense against a patient developing an infection originating from healthcare personnel's contaminated personal devices, or attire. 21 of those studies specifically measured the contamination rates of cell phones and found 0 to 20 percent were contaminated with methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus and 0-75% to with gram-negative rods. The generalizability of these results is limited because of the variability of the location of each study, sampling and microbiologic testing methods, and methods used to clean the devices. Another study identified and measured bacterial growth on the cell phones of 53 orthopedic attending and resident surgeons from 5 different sites. The researchers measured baseline pone contamination rates using an adenosine triphosphate bioluminescence assay with more than 500 relative light units, RLUs, and identified types of organisms via culture growth on a blood and mcconky auger plate at 24 and 48 hours. They wiped the devices using device manufacturer-approved cloths and 32% isopropyl alcohol and detergent. The researchers then measured the contamination rates and identified types of organisms again. The researchers asked participants to describe their device habits, including extent of use, disinfection knowledge, and hand hygiene practices after use. One week later, the researchers measured contamination rates again and asked participants about their device habits, including any changes in the past week. Initially, 52 devices were contaminated with more than 500 RLUs, and 83% grew pathologic cultures. After disinfection, only one device was contaminated by RLUs and 8% grew pathologic cultures. However, one week later, 48 devices were contaminated with more than 500 RLUs and 75% grew cultures. Of four devices that grew S. aureus initially, only one continued to grow after disinfection and one week later. Initially. 36% of participants reported they cleaned their phones every couple of weeks. One week later, 87% reported changing their cleaning practices. 30% of participants cleaned their devices once a week compared with 15% before the study. Researchers noted that the decrease in contamination rates may not have been related to the solution used, but rather the mechanical process of wiping the phones, and concluded that disinfection more often than once a week may decrease cell phone contamination rates and lower the potential risk for SSIs. Another study measured the mean number of colony-forming units, CFUs, on the personal cell phones of hospital staff members entering the OR. Initially, 94% of devices were contaminated. The mean number of CFUs was 258 for each device. After they wiped the devices with N-3-avenopropyl, n propane one and a dimethylammonium chloride diluted to 0.25%, 20 milliliters and 8 liters of water, the mean count was significantly reduced to 127 CFUs on 75% of the devices. For participants who reported regularly disinfecting their devices, the mean count was 220 CFUs compared with 279 CFUs for those who did not report regular disinfection and was not significant the researchers concluded that staff member education, hand hygiene, and regular disinfection of personal cell phones may help prevent contamination in the OR. Personal devices may add to the overall noise pollution in the OR, along with fixed communication devices, for example, overhead paging systems, medical equipment, for example, smoke evacuators, powered surgical instruments, or monitoring devices, for example, alarms. Effective intraoperative communication requires the least amount of noise pollution possible. The increased noise associated with cell phone use can distract personnel from clear communication and safe patient care, possibly increasing the risk of SSIs. Perioperative personnel should minimize distractions during critical phases of the procedure, such as the timeout, anesthesia induction and emergence, surgical counts, and specimen management. Whenever possible, Personal devices should be 1. Left outside the OR 2. Turned off 3. Placed on vibrator silent mode to limit noise and distractions 4. Handled only when needed and 5. Cleaned according to the manufacturer's instructions for use